ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Game Chat. Thank you guys for sticking with us. Thank you guys for also shout out to you guys for helping us hit a certain benchmark we've been trying to get for a long time. Thank you guys for keeping us afloat by listening. Also, I want to give a quick shout out to our YouTube channel. We're going to be uploading a video podcast of us. Uh, of our faces and uh, little like this we're putting a lot of work into the video podcast so go check it out on youtube um if you want to watch it go click on go check out our instagram at game chat pod and it's in our link tree in our bio so go check it out so today boys it is spooky season <laughs> also before we continue uh, who do I have with me today? Let's go down the line. <laughs> who who, <laughs> who right. wants to go first? It's Spooktober. Is this is a game show? Spooktober. It's yeah. not? No. I'm, I'm here. Elite, Elite sh- is here shout in out, the house. Shout out Germany. Interesting shout out Germany. I'm surprised we didn't do that. Anthony in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We'd love we'd love to know who this Germany guy is. Hit us up in the hit us up on Instagram. Send us a message. DM us. We'll bring you on the show. I agree. For a special guest. Call it Germany okay. episode. Call it so, the man, I want, person from Germany. Might be a girl. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about this is a heavily debated subject on whether it's true or not. Especially with this time of season. Uh, events like this tend to flare up and that is um, ghosts and the supernatural so I personally somehow have never had a ghost experience interaction story but have you guys had a ghost story oh yeah of course well you know I, 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 I personally have had two and I have seen the remnants of another one that's kind of famous in the state of Maine. Um, so, but uh, I'd love to hear Anthony's. What do you got, Anthony? You said you you have experience. I do have experience. Um, I'm going first. Actually, can we spin a wheel to see who goes first? Yeah. No, no I'll, wheel. No. Yes. I'll go first if you want me to go first. I'll go first. Because it's like I have I have three, but it's like I don't know which one. Well, I don't. Well, you'll uh, have time because I don't have. I, I got I got three. I'll start it off. Okay. So this is really cool place in Maine. It's a really small town, and it's called Bucksport, Maine. And the captain who founded it, it was it's a it's a boating town. It's like right of the ocean, and it's a fish like a fishing town, shipping town. And the captain that founded it, his name was Robert Buck. Okay, and he was like a pilgrim, not really a pilgrim, but like a Puritan kind of person, mm-hmm. and so. There was a woman that lived in the town that everybody thought was a witch. Ooh. And so he, he brought her to trial, and they basically put her to death. And she said and she said to him, I'm going to dance on your grave forever and forever. And then she was killed, right? Executed. In fact, I think she may have been burned. I don't know. Um, but the man has a grave in the middle of the town at the cemetery and it says Captain Robert Buck and there's a footprint there's a foot 
on the grave. They've sandblasted it. They've taken it away. They've done all sorts of things to it. And the foot keeps coming back. And forever and ever. In fact, um, they actually um, put a new headstone in at one time. And it's still there. And yeah, that's that's a that's a fact. Oh wow. Have you ever had a personal experience? I have. I actually have. Um one's kind of a personal it, there's a couple of them that are kind of a um I had two experiences. One is I'm gonna show you guys a real quick uh I'm gonna sh- send a picture. Um I'm gonna try to share my screen. All right. Can you guys see my see my screen? Mm, yes, I'll, I have a story though. Before after you, do you, do you see do you see the foot? Yes, yes, so that's, that's the grave. The that's the grave. Pretty crazy, huh? Crazy. That's crazy. So, um, so two stories. My grandfather, when my grandfather passed, my mom was in the hospital um, when when he passed. And so I was staying at my aunt's house, and my aunt happened to be where my grandparents were living with him right before he passed because he wasn't doing so well. And so I was laying on a couch, and all of a sudden my grandfather walked in a room, and he said, hey, can you get up? I want to lay down. And I was like, huh? I was like half asleep, you know? Uh And so I got got up, went and sat on a chair in the living room, and he laid on the couch and pulled a blanket up over himself. And then right at that moment, the phone rang upstairs, and my aunt came down and told me my grandfather passed away. That's insane. That's that's insane. Then when my dad passed, um, this hadn't happened to me, but it happened to my sister. She heard a knocking on her door at like 3 in the morning, and she got up looked out her bedroom was above where her door front door was and she looked out the front door and my dad looked up at her and waved goodbye and then he was gone wow and for the longest time my ne- my nephew used to sit my nephew used to be like in his bedroom like in his crib when he was he was like one one and a half whatever like just learning to talk and my dad's name was norm mm-hmm. and uh my my nephew used to always go, Grandpa Norm, Grandpa Norm, after he passed away. Oh, like he would see him? Like, maybe. I don't know. So, yeah, I definitely kind of believe those are, like, true stories that happened to me. And there's a lot of times, like, I get a feeling, like, uh, like I get a feeling a lot of times that when I start to think about my dad, I get a feeling a lot of times that he's here with me. Like, it's just kind of weird. Like, I'll, I'll I'll smell something or I'll open up a cupboard and there'll be like a can of sardines or some weird, weird, random stuff, something that my dad liked. Mm. I'll never notice it otherwise, but then I notice it. Um, so, yeah, it's it's definitely feel the presence. I haven't really felt it since my mom passed. I kind of wish I did, but I really haven't. Uh, but definitely believe, man. How about uh, you, Anthony? Oh, yeah, I believe. <laughs> I believe. Uh, we had this house. It was haunted. Uh, it was like back back then. So it was like a two story house. It was out in a desert, and it was nice. The last owners converted the garage into a living room, so it was like two living rooms, and like some like 
when we first moved in, strange things would happen. Like pantries would be open, dishes would be out. And then wow. it started getting a little worse because it's like at the time my stepbrothers uh, were babies. So they had a crib. And there would be times where it sounded like, you know, the sound of when you hit the rails, like, yeah. Sounded like that a lot. And, but it was no one there in the room. So that, that was scary. And one time we, we heard that, and then we saw like three scratches on the wooden thing. Like three car scratches on the wood. So that was that after that that's when things started going a little weird. So the first the first weirdest thing ever, to ever the one that's like still blows my mind. It's funny because me and jo- shout out Josh, um, he was there for this. Josh, my dad, my stepmom, we were there. We all saw this live. It was like straight from a movie. So like there's this remote control bat car, Batmobile car, I think, or Spider Man car. And it, ha- it didn't have batteries in it. Like, clearly it didn't have batteries. Like, we, we know it doesn't have batteries. Like, it doesn't even have the cover to put the batteries in it. So, like, we know there's no batteries. And then we're all, like, watching TV. And I remember we all just started laughing. And then we just see the car, like, and, then, like, where it stopped, it, like, was in front of us. And I remember we are all just staring at it. And we were just like, no way that just happened. And, like, we were freaked out. And then, so that was the first bad one. And the second one was, like, at 3 in the morning, we heard, like, the closet doors getting banged. Like, <laughs> so that scared all of us. We thought someone was inside. So that was a scary night for everybody. So the third, third and final one, I think, that really drove my parents to move out was, like, we were out and about. I think we, I think we watched a movie. Don't quote me on it, but I think we saw Batman or Superman. Maybe. But... Um, when we came back, like, the door was wide open. Like, the front door was wide open, and all the lights were on. But, like, nothing was stolen. And it's just weird, because we locked the door, too. And just something opened it. I don't know. It was crazy. That was the most active house I've ever had. I mean, I've had more. I'll, I'll share those stories right now. But it's like, yeah, that was a scary house. Honestly. That's crazy. It's 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 weird to me because so I heard a friend of mine one time told me that you know how like in movies they always make it like midnight's the time the witching hour, uh huh. And technically, I guess it's three a.m. And it's kind of weird that you said that when you said that. I was like, whoa, because that's when really like it's supposed to be the most activity. I don't oh, yeah. know why that is, um, but it's it's funny. Like if you uh, do you remember in the Conjuring? They used to wake up every night at three o three. They'd wake up at three o three. The clock would go off, and in the Amityville Horror House, the same thing happened at three o'clock. The guy would wake up his alarm. He would wake up every morning at three o'clock, and there's a lot of times like I'll wake up at three o'clock. Oh yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm waking up at three o'clock, and usually I'll just roll over, get a drink. I always I always fall asleep with a cup of water by my bed. Uh-huh. And take a, take a drink of water, and I go back to sleep. Yeah, but it's 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 kind of funny, is that that happens a lot, and I I don't know, man. I totally believe that there's definitely a presence, but nothing ever happened to you, um, Bruner. Yeah. Uh, well, I was thinking, you know, because um, I've never had experiences um, from you know deceased loved ones um 
my grandfather, my dad's father, um, he died before me and my brother were born. So like we never got to meet him, nothing happened. And then my grandmother passed away uh, not too long ago, nothing happened. Uh, my dad was close with her and nothing happened, no. But I was just thinking uh, of like, you know, of something closely related to like something happening. And I think my grandma told me one time that, cause we used to live in McAllen and I was like two years old. And she said that that place, there was something in that place, but not really. She said like, she thinks there's like a, like a, a woman figure, like a female figure. Cause she said one time, like she said, she thinks she might've like seen something. And then another time that, um, cause she used to, like she was, she was our nanny basically. So, you know, she's take care of me and my brother. And then she said that like, she left me alone for a little bit. And then like, and then she came back and I was somehow on the bed and then the bed wasn't just like a regular bed. It was like one of those big elevated tall beds, like a loft you know? bed. Yeah. Loft bed. So it's like, you know, how could a two year old get from the ground to on top of the bed? But like I don't remember any of it because I was wow. again too. Yes, yes, wow. Maybe you but like, monkey. yeah, but like, yeah, that's that's my only close thing. Another thing too is there's this place I forget. It was in Las Cruces, and then I went there like two years ago, and then they're like, oh yeah, it's like because like it's where Billy the Kid used to, you know, hang around, and then they're but apparently they're like ghosts. And then they're like, oh, if you sit in this chair, like you have a bad dream. And then my mom's like, oh, yeah, I sat in the chair and I had a bad dream. So I sit in the chair and nothing happened. <laughs> Dang. I'll tell you, it's funny is that it, it's Good weird dream, when you really. start. It, yeah, it, it's, yeah, literally. It's, it's weird when you sit, sit and think about it because I think that there's definitely, definitely like this thin veil. Like, you hear these stories, and it's like some people, I think, are just more attuned to it than others. And I, I there's so many times you get, I don't know if this happens to you, but I'll be, like, just sitting and I'll be working at night. So a lot of times I get most of my work done at, like, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning. No one's up. And I just get a feeling like somebody's watching me. And it's like starts to creep you out a little bit when you start to think about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just kind of that weird feeling. And it's like sometimes I feel like there's all like a presence around you, and it's just weird, man. How about how about uh, you guys live near New Mexico? Have you ever seen a UFO? I, I have. You have. I, I believe to see. I have to believe to see. A UFO. I've never seen I, one. I mean, I've like not an alien. Like, of course, I, be, I, first of all, do you guys believe in aliens? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have three stories for you. <laughs> okay, well, let me, mine's, mine's real quick. Cause well, I just want to say, first of all, have any of you guys been to Roswell, New Mexico? No. It's the middle of nowhere, I heard, though. I, I've been there. My dad took us one time. Is the middle it's, of nowhere? Yeah, it's literally the middle of nowhere. It's like a small town, like a 
something like a movie lot, you know, would use like when you see movies like Back to the Future, you like it's very Hill Valley type. <laughs> it's like they they try to keep it 50s and 60s, but literally all that place is UFO everything. Like they have UFO museum, like UFO this and that. So it's literally like, I mean, like don't get your hopes up if you want to go to Roswell because it's like literally nothing. It's just UFO and that's it. And it's like, oh, this is what we think a UFO looks like, and this is what another person thinks what a UFO looks like. But uh, but I but I believe in it. But um, one time, me and my brother, I think I was like eleven, twelve. My brother was like fourteen, fifteen. Like we were just like, um, I was just hanging out in the kitchen. And my brother's like, hey, like come check this out. And then so I go outside and we look in the sky, and we see this like like floating or you know we're like oh it's just a plane or whatever because my brother said it was acting weird so we're like oh if it's a plane you know like whatever well, let's just look at it and then the thing just stops oh the thing just stops in the sky so it's literally like this and then just stops wow and then so like like of course like this was the time when there were no smartphones like motorola razor was the popular phone at the time so me and my brother were like, we don't have phones. And so we like we literally go in the kitchen drawer and we get like um one of those disposable Kodak cameras. Oh my god. And we're like, we take a picture, you know, the yellow and black ones. Yeah. And then we're like, and we're like, the thing doesn't have film, but let's just take let's just take a picture in case anyway. But yeah, so like literally we're like, oh, you know, if it's just a plane, you know, the thing would keep moving, but the thing just stopped in the middle. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. What color what lights were they? It was like a whitish yellow because it looked like because I'm like, oh, it's just a plane because, you know, I'm like, because the things the thing was moving just like at a slow, steady pace. Right. Like I was just a plane and then it just stops. It so, stops dead in the sky. Have you heard about what the U.S. Navy said? Have yeah. anybody seen that video? No. They finally admitted they finally admitted the pilots actually they had videotape of pilots that saw UFOs. Nice. And they were like, what is that? And it just basically, zip, 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 gone. You'd think that the Navy would know if it was like a, like some sort of test whatever, you know? So it's kind of ironic. You said 14. I was 14 when I think I saw a UFO. So I went to a private school <laughs> when I first moved to Maine. And um, so we had like picture uh, – they were, they were like quads, so the rooms were like four people to a room. So basically, it was like kind of like two bunk beds, big, huge rooms, and you had like two bunk beds. And I was there, and um, I really just couldn't sleep, so I had headphones on, and I was just, and all of a sudden, it was right on a lake. It's called Graham Lake, and all of a sudden, the outside lit up like it was noontime. And I'm like, what the fudge? And so I go over to the window, and all I see is just this massive white light, like, on the lake. And then I look up, and I see red, blue, purple, like, all these different colored lights. But they were shaped kind of like picture, like, almost like a, like a, like a diamond. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so you had like a circle kind of going around here, and then there were circles like lights. 
and it sat there for about a couple of minutes and I was starting to get like freaked out. And then uh, it just went, shoom, it was gone in like seconds. And so, but I didn't hear like, I didn't hear a helicopter. I didn't hear like propellers. I didn't hear plane. I didn't hear jet engines. It was just silent and it was gone. And then it was pitch black. Then, so in up in the Northeast, we've had actually two very, very famous sightings of UFOs. So there was this couple, I'm going to share my screen with you. And their name were Betty and Barney Hill. And Betty and Barney Hill lived across the border in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Do you see those two right there? Yeah. And they were coming home one day down the Kangamangas, which is up on Mount Washington in New Hampshire. And they were coming down Route 16. And all of a sudden, in the middle of the road, there was a flying saucer sitting there. It stopped their car, like electronically, the, the car stopped working. This is back in the 60s. And they basically said they were abducted. Next thing they know, they know, it was like the next day, and they were in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. They were home, which is about 60 miles away. They don't know how they got there, and they had, like, scrapes and some weird stuff on their body. Right? And then they started having bad dreams about little green people. And they both were having the exact same dream. And I've always believed the story because as you saw in the picture when I showed it to you, Betty and Barney, picture this in the 1960s. He worked for the post office in Portsmouth. And uh, she, she I forget what she did. Hmm. But she was a white man married to a black man. I'm sure she didn't really want to bring too much attention because it wasn't socially acceptable really. Can you say and that again? She was a white woman married to a black man. And so I'm sure they kind of lived their lives where they probably didn't want to bring a lot of attention to them. You know what I'm saying? But they were on national TV and everything. And that what I just showed you, that came off the History Channel. That's how significant it was. Then, in 1960s, I, I, I didn't look it up, but I'm, I, I remember it because I remember our teacher telling us one time. There used to be a famous Air Force base in Maine called Loring Air Force Base. It was huge. And it was one of the most significant air bases because it had nuclear weapons and it was the closest air base to Russia. Damn. Okay. So it was like one of these places where B-52s, basically that's where they were. If they had to go, they were going to go scramble and go. And so one day the United States went to DEFCON 3. Do you know what that means? DEFCON 1 is where we sit right now. Right now, we're not at war with anybody. We're DEFCON 1. DEFCON 4 is all-out nuclear war. Okay? And, and then there's a 2 and a 3. We got to DEFCON 3 because an unidentified flying object flew across the Air Force Base and hovered and stopped right above a nuclear stockpile. Damn. And... There's, they had pictures of it, et cetera, so forth. The base went into full scramble, and we thought we we thought it was they thought it was like Russia or somebody at the time, you know. And uh, they went to DEFCON three, and then and then whatever left just flew away instantly, like faster than any plane that we had at the time. And it's so, you know. I also heard stories. I remember that guy one time. The thing that always amazes me when you think about aliens and you think about UFOs. People have, for hundreds 
hundreds of rec- years of recorded time have described the exact same person. When these little green men are seen with big eyes and like a, you know, I say green, but sometimes they're gray, whatever. They all have the exact same look to them. Yeah. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying? That's got to be something, right? Oh, it is. It's like they can't you know? be coincidence. Like, yeah, it's 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 weird. And you guys are like in the hotbed, man. I think over Texas and New Mexico, all that desert area. Mm-hmm. All I'm telling you is, I wouldn't be walking my dog at night alone. You're making something probed up your bum. Well, especially <laughs> El Paso, because you don't have to have you. You don't not only worry about aliens, you also worry about Richard Ramirez. Is he? Is he who, haunt? He's yeah. the, night, the night stalker. Yeah, he's from El Paso. Is he, haunt, is, he, is, is he haunt there? He no, he he <laughs> didn't start here, but he was from here. No, I know that, but is it, is his ghost there? No, I have no sure idea. I have no idea where Berg, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's in California. Dude, did you ever hear the story about him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you know he stayed? So, do you ever? You know, they. You remember the? Uh, did you guys ever watch American Horror Story? Yeah. So they did one episode that took place at a hotel. I forget the name. I think they called it a hotel. Yeah. That was based on a hotel that he stayed at. Richard Ramirez stayed at. It's a true place in Los Angeles, and they've had three significant murders there. But the scariest part about it is Richard Ramirez stayed there in the 70s, and then at the exact same time he stayed, was staying there, another serial killer was staying there at the same time. Two serial killers, one hotel. What's the likelihood? You ever think they got breakfast together? I don't know. Port, <laughs> Fucking portal of hell? Bacon. I mean, just you imagine know, You it. go down to the hotel. <clears throat> dude, that guy was sketchy as hell, game. Richard Ramirez, dude. I'm surprised I want to arrest him from the beginning. Sketchy as hell. He was scary, dude. And it, and it's, I'm old enough to remember. I remember when he was when he was actually killing them. My like mother my was living in memories. L.A. during the Night Stalker. She was yeah, it's like Angeles. it's literally then, one of my I, earliest memories. Because I saw because I asked my grandmother and I asked my mother. I'm like, you know, what did you guys do during that time? Lock your door. Like, oh, yeah. And well, besides <laughs> that, she's like, yeah, I had a curfew. My mom had a curfew. Because my, gra- it's, it's, my grandmother was so worried about the Night Stalker. It's crazy because when you think about it, it's like, uh, and and it's just super sketchy, like what he did. Like, literally, hot summer, what do you do? You open your window, whatever, and then this dude would just climb into your fucking window and do whatever he, you know, whatever nastiness he wanted to do. And it's just, I, I'll be honest with you, I love horror movies and I love, like, scary shit. The scariest things to me are serial killers because they really did it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you know, like I'm not scared of vampires or werewolves, but I'm scared of like somebody like people that creep me out are like a Richard Ramirez or, you know, that dude, uh, that guy, um, he, the, um, he just got arrested of uh, the Golden State Killer a, a couple of years ago, and he, he supposedly over a 35-year period, raped something like a 500 women and killed maybe 30 or 40 women. And just like, it just creeps me out that somebody actually could do that. And then, like, did you see, hear the news? Like, Jack just told me the other day. Shout out to Jack. Shout um, out, Jack. Shout out, Jack. So they finally caught, they know who the Zodiac Killer was. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. Did you see that? Yeah. And I'm like, 
and it, and, and they arrested him. He was arrested. He was in a, he murdered got caught murdering someone in a different state, and I guess DNA or something. They they can conclusively say that he was the Zodiac, and it just yeah. I don't know, man. And it was weird because as a kid, in a, in a, as a kid, man, I grew up. I grew up. Everybody just so everybody knows out there in the in the podcast world. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna turn the big five zero this year. Five zero, yo, and <laughs> so I grew up in the seventies and eighties, and it was just different then. Like there was serial killers were very prevalent. They were everywhere. <laughs> there was they were everywhere. It seemed, and there was a bunch of kidnappings. Scariest story I ever remember. I was probably about 13 years old, 12, 13 years old, and I used to have a paper route. Okay? And so I used to deliver the morning paper. And I had a little red wagon. You know those little red wagons? And I used to put my newspapers in the red wagon, and then I'd pull my wagon along, and I would deliver my papers. And uh, I remember reading an article. like So So when you deliver papers, did everybody ever have a paper route? No. No. Okay, so they come in a big bundle, and then you like open up the bundle and you stack them, and then you deliver your papers. So you get to see literally, I don't know, I think I had like 120 customers. So it's 120 times I got to see the front page, right? And to this day, I vividly could see that front page, and it showed a little red wagon, and it showed newspapers, and it said, whatever happened to Johnny Gosh? And it was about a boy in Iowa that got abducted, delivering his newspapers. He was 13 years old. Dude, you want to talk about scary. So I'm delivering my damn papers with a little red wagon, 12, 13 years old. And so for, for a couple, it was so scary that for a couple weeks after that, probably I say a couple weeks, it must have been probably a couple months, my dad would drive me. He started getting up early and driving me. Because they were worried that, you know, and I, this kid was abducted in like Davenport, Iowa, which is as basically as homogenized as you can get. You want to see some scary Google whatever happened to Johnny Gosh. And it is, dude, oh my God. It's, it just is freaky, freaky, freaky. Um, you know, um, we, you know, we remember Mindhunter. Yeah. I, I forget his name. That serial, that killer, serial killer in Georgia. Do you know? Oh yeah, yeah. His name Wayne Williams. Yeah, I always want to ask. We have on the show. We have a mutual friend, uh, Sean, and I like. If I ever talk to him again, I want to ask him about that. Like, I'm like, did your parents ever have to deal with that? Like, I'm sure they did. Did you ever have a curfew? I'm sure they I'm, did. Yeah. But he doesn't live in the he doesn't live in the ATL. He lives outside of it. So. He lives kind of in the country of it, but I remember that dude. So I remember that when that happened, that was in the eighties. What the Atlanta child killers, the Atlanta child mm-hmm. murders, they called it. And I still, to this day though, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think that man killed those kids. Yeah. But I want to ask, um, cause kids, the bodies were found, you know, outside in the country. Yeah. They so were found over imagine- the Chattahoochee and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it's, I it's, ask them. It may be because to me is I I still think it was the clan or I think it was something different, um, but it was, but I remember that I remember Ted Bundy. I do remember Ted Bundy, and I can tell you a funny ironic story, is 
I'm one degree. You know, like that game, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Explain to the audience. Okay, six degrees of Kevin Bacon says basically Kevin Bacon's made so many movies that no matter who you meet, they're no more than six degrees away from meeting six people away from somebody who knows Kevin Bacon. So I'm one degree from Ted Bundy. I know somebody who knew Ted Bundy. Damn. And close. It is closely. So and the person I know worked in the in the Florida Institutional Correctional Facility and was there when Ted Bundy died when he was executed. You were one dinner a, party away from dead from Ted Bundy. No, I wasn't one dinner party, but the guy was a guard at the prison. And funny story, if you ever look, so Ted Bundy, so he went all around. I bet you that man probably killed over five hundred, six hundred women. He was literally all over the place. So one day, this lady was hitchhiking, and she got picked up in a Volkswagen, and she was going to a party, and the guy's like, hey, where are you going? She goes, hey, I'm going to a party. Da, da, da. Starts to give her a ride. She starts to get like a really creepy feeling about the guy, right? <coughs> she looks over, and she notices there's no handle on the inside of the, on the Volkswagen. So she starts to get a little bit creepy, because she's from New York, and that's just the way they are in the city. So they come to a stoplight. She reaches out, opens the door, jumps out of the car, and runs. The guy tries to chase after her, eventually stops chasing, and she runs off and does her thing, right? That woman that woman was the, the recording artist, Blondie. You know who Blondie is? Yeah. And the guy was Ted Bundy. Yeah, I, 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 I never knew that. Yeah, I, I never knew that story. You know, well. um, Ali, that's funny. You say You said earlier that like your genuine fear is serial killers because uh senior year of my high school i was in english class and we always have this like like it's called bell ringer like you know you come in and then there's an assignment you have to do yeah and we had to do in our composition book it's like what is a fear that you have so people are saying like heights and you know spiders i put serial killers because i yeah like you said they happen they're real they exist out there and especially because anthony can um can back me up on this like seeing movies like texas chainsaw massacre oh yeah where like they literally break down in the middle of nowhere those places exist where they're like abandoned little houses and little gas oh, yeah. stations. so like like going riadoso or like literally i remember i'm like oh please don't break down here like, like i can literally it, tell you like, you, like, like we I, down, I, I made a joke <laughs> one time and it's strictly a joke is if you ever want to get rid of a body, all you have to do is drive to Northern Maine or you have to go to Texas. There's literally places in Northern Maine. Do you know what the name of the towns are? Township 26, Township 35. They don't even have a friggin' name because one person might live there. And all it is is trees. Okay. If you wanted to get rid of something, that'd be a great place. Or, exactly like you said, I've I've drove across Texas before. And you go to those places that, like, when you see that sign that says, last gas station for 150 miles. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, shoot. This uh, is not where I want to be. <laughs> so, I, those dudes do scare me because they are out there. I remember seeing... Uh, 
I think it was either it was either Mind Hunters or it might have been a show like that. They said at any given time in the United States of America, there's 26 serial killers, and that's just what the FBI knows about. Here, let me look up how many active serial killers there are right now. And it's 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 just kind of scary when you think about it. But to be a serial killer doesn't necessarily mean. Remember, they said in Mindhunter, the definition of a serial killer is somebody who kills three or four, three or more people over the period of two or three days. It had to be two or three different occasions. So, I mean, they may have just killed three people, which is still horrible. Do not get me wrong. But not everybody is like, you know, Richard Ramirez or, you know what I'm saying, Ted Bundy or these, you know, Otis Tool. I mean, that's another guy you want to get freaked out. Look up that dude. So, Otis Tool, years later, makes a bet. A confession on his on his deathbed, and he says, "I killed Adam Walsh." Who's Adam Walsh? And he, Adam Walsh is anybody my age is like <gasps> Adam. Adam Adam Walsh is the reason the kids got put on milk crates and milk cartons. Adam Walsh's dad is the guy who started America's Most Wanted. And Adam was a little boy that was, think about this. Mom and mom, mom has to run into J- uh, Sears one day because she wants to buy a lamp. And so she goes to the lamp section and Adam's like, hey, I want to play the Atari. I want to play the video games with the big kids. There's big kids over here, right? Oh. How, how many kids walk into a mall or wherever? Back in the day, that was like what you did is you'd go in a store and everybody would want to see the new video game. And that's the only way we could see them. So your parents basically used it as a babysitter. Go over here. <laughs> so a couple of the big kids got in an argument about who was going to play next. So the mall security kicked everybody out. So Adam was like, okay. And the mall security's like, go, go. So he goes outside. That's the last time anybody saw Adam Walsh alive at 12 years old. They found Adam Walsh. Or I should rephrase that. They never found Adam Walsh. All they ever found was his head. Really? And they found it like three days later in Vero Beach, California. And that's when all the rules for like missing and exploited children started. And a lot of the kidnapping rules, his his parents really, really, really pushed for like legislation. Before then, cops just didn't talk to each other in different towns. It was just weird. And uh, then the whole milk carton thing started. I remember when the very first milk carton kid came out. It was a kid named uh, Ethan Patz, P-A-T-Z, in New York City, and they just found his killer this year by DNA. Um, they and he was uh he was found, and then uh I remember another one. I mean, dude, this is so scary that I can remember all this like like distinctively. I remember a girl um, being kidnapped, and um her name was she was like a local girl. Ah, dude, I got another story. Oh, my God. Now you got me going. So <laughs> I remember this girl. She was kidnapped. She was a mentally handicapped girl. Her name was uh, Tammy Belanger. And she was, and if anybody knows any information about Tammy, that'd be great. They've never caught the person who killed her. And uh, they have a great suspicion who it was. But this girl was walking to school at 12 years old one day, never seen again. I sat next to a girl when I was 12 years old. Her name was Giselle Cody. And one day she was in school. 
Next day she wasn't. Two days later, the chief of police came in and the principal sat down our class and had to tell us that she was murdered. Really? Yep. And she was murdered by a kid who was, uh, I think he was a junior in high school and her next door neighbor and he was a Satanist. And he killed her as a, as a uh, whatever, sacrifice to Satan or whatever. And a God. And a God. I can Google it right now and show you her. And I just remember, like, she literally was, like, right there, sitting right next to me. That's scary. I used to borrow pencils off her. <laughs> That's scary. And she was super, 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 like, one of the nicest kids you ever... Like, she always was happy. Like, one of them kids that was, like, always happy. Uh-huh. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, big strawberry shortcake. She loved strawberry shortcake. And, like, she, like the, the, the character. And, uh, like, just a really happy kid. And uh, I think about her quite a bit. Like, I wonder what she would have ever happened. Because she was super smart, too. Yeah, man, that sucks. Young age. It's like, yeah, it's, like, weird, man. But I'm sure that there's a million stories out there like that. Oh, but yeah. That's funny. Now you brought up, now you brought up the scary stuff. Here, um, let, let's start to wrap things up by, uh, let me ask you boys this question. Because let's go back to aliens real quick. So um, last week, or two weeks ago, I'm sorry, on the podcast, Me and Elite, we were talking about movies, right, from each category. And there's this movie on Netflix, Anthony, you've seen it, remember, Dark Skies? Yes. Good movie. And so, minor spoiler, but they're talking about, like, types of aliens. Like- Dude, I was watching that tonight. Don't spoil it for me. <laughs> Just kidding. You. Okay. <laughs> All right. And Just then, so, <laughs> and then so like they're like, okay, you have these aliens who've like, you know, they've been described, you know, as people have described seeing them, but like nothing's really happened. And then he's like, and then you have these people who are basically like watchers, and then you have these type of aliens who will take people and. Mm do experiments on people. And so I'm thinking, I'm like, you know, do you guys think that might be true that, you know, cause if, you know, aliens have visited, do you think maybe there's more than one species? And do you think there's like a friendly kind, like who would want to interact with us and like maybe learn about the humans? Yes. And then, but do you think there's another kind who will, take people do experiments and we, you know, and we might never see them again, you know? I think it's both. Honestly, I think they don't mess with us because they know we're too easy. If I'm being honest with you. Cause like, um, cause, um, cause I was watching it, you know, what, two months ago, the, the John Krasinski movie, I think what's it called? It's blanking on me. Quiet place. Quiet Place. Oh. Because we get to see it in Quiet Place too. I mean, yeah. Um, on how these aliens operate. And then in the in signs, like what was what was it? I forget what movie it was. It wasn't signs. I know in science they hated water. Because apparently like they didn't have water on their planet, so it damaged them. But there was another movie oh, yeah. where it's like they want to take the water. And then the and then War of the Worlds, shout out World of the Worlds. I love that. Where like they would take humans was to kill them 
and I think they used them for fuel or something. I don't. I didn't read the George Orwell book, but um, but I just I just love that concept of um, of you know aliens. Uh, like if they were to come to Earth, how would they interact with us? You know. You know, I, I think it's fu- it's funny because I think about it. You know, I I mean, it's not like the sto- like the thing everybody says. Like you think about like think about Than uh, Thanos. You know, his whole thing was he basically just depleted planet after planet after planet. And I think that some of them, you know, I honestly don't know. Like, maybe some of them are explorers. Maybe some of them want to know what else is out there. Maybe they're in a totally different galaxy. We know, we know scientifically there's our galaxy. Yeah. And then there's thousands of other galaxies. Okay, so what if there is like this whole secondary mirror, kind of like kind of like a Bizarro, like in DC Comics, it's Bizarro and the, the current one, you know? Maybe there is, and I remember seeing a guy speak one time <clears throat> in New York, in New York City. This guy spoke at a I forget where it was. Might have been a coffee house or it might have been a bookstore, and he was talking about a book he wrote. And it was about aliens. And he believed in his, he believed he was talking about how basically we live our lives and then we resurrect as something else and something else, something else. And then somebody asked the question of, well, how can that be if everybody stood up and died? There's been more people die, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, oh, that's so human of you to think that you guys are the only ones of the universe. And it, and it, and it just made me think. I've always thought that in my head of like, it's a pretty big universe. Yeah. We bear, we barely can get as far as Mars. Like it takes us to get a picture. We finally got that little, whatever that little, whatever you want to call that little boat or whatever. I mean, not boat, but a little. The rover. Rover to Mars. Okay. And that took years to get there and then when they take a picture it takes something like three years to get back here before the picture can travel back to here you know what i'm saying and it just made me start to think of wow there's a lot of planets beyond mars it's just who knows yeah for real and maybe they do have advanced technology maybe they do have things that we don't even know about because they might have elements that we don't have you know that there are, there are planets made up of different substances than us. But as long as they don't probe my bum, I'm okay. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> you, you know? And it's like, but it, it it's kind of scary if you think about it. Yeah, it's scary. I got scared you know? because about that, yeah. I think, you know, when, if like, let's just say we ever get to that point, that humans get to that point of like, uh, in, you know, go traveling to different, galaxies right how will we you know try and interact with if there's life there how will we interact with them will what we are you talking about we can't them? even go to europe as we... americans they don't even want us <laughs> yeah I'm but not sure like how we you know will we adduct them and like you know grab them open them up it's like how will you know how will we interact with them how will we you know how what are we gonna do when we get to that point but that's that's a long time from that's a long time away but it's 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 funny if you think about it like like i don't know how it'd be like on different planets but you think about like cultures in in our world just in the on earth 
we could probably drop people in places and they would just be like, I don't even know how to, how to get by. Like I couldn't even like think about it. Like, like I always, you guys are like kind of in a unique place because of where you're located. So I think of like El Paso on one side, you have very conservative Republican Texan people, but literally less than, I don't even know. What is that? How, how, how big is the Rio Grande? 500 feet wide. You know what I'm saying? Then you have Juarez, Mexico, which is basically as crazy as it gets. I mean, anything you want is in Juarez, Mexico. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and it's like literally <clears throat> my picture of Juarez is like you go across the border, there's some guy standing there with a corona and be like, hey, <laughs> just like, <laughs> you, you, you know, like, welcome to Mexico. And it just seems much more different than El Paso. You know what I mean? A little bit, yeah. It just, it just like, it just blows my mind. Now, I'm sure that's probably a little bit of a stereotype, but still, it's kind of funny. We couldn't go. I don't know how aliens would get along. <laughs> I think um, I think that 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 does it for this episode. Talked a lot of good stuff, and uh, hopefully, uh, we'll continue the theme of of, of Halloween uh, this season. I'm sorry, this season, this month. But thank you guys so much for listening and for thank our you. help. Uh, check out the Instagram at Game Shout Shop Pod. To, shout out to Germany. Yes. Shout out to Germany. Shout out to uh, check out the YouTube channel. Uh, it's going up there. Uh, video episodes will go out every Friday, and uh, audio episodes go up every Wednesday. So, again, thank you guys so much for listening. See you guys in the next one. <laughs>